Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Welcome back to Beyond Your Best Plan. It's so good to be here with my soul sisters. Once again, I'm Kathleen. I'm here with Catherine, Whitney, and Claudette. And Sarah will be joining us. Hello, hello. Sarah will be joining us next time, I believe. And we'll be missing her, but the show must go on. Today is a perfect timing to bring this topic up, and it's about trauma and how we experience trauma and what is trauma, what is traumatic to you, when do we experience trauma, and what are some things we can do wrapped around how we respond to traumatic events in our life. Oftentimes, trauma is considered to be really big events like rape, domestic violence, natural disasters severe illness or injuries, the death of a loved one, witnessing an act of violence, or overwhelming negative events that causes a lasting impact. And those are all what we believe to be traumatic on the forefront, that that is just the natural places to go. And what if I were to say that trauma can occur seven generations back and seven generations forward, and you carry that and project that forward? You can even experience trauma in the womb of your mother. We don't know what causes our trauma. And I'm curious to bring forth what my soul sisters here have to add to what would be considered a traumatic event in your life. And then we can go into how we can move through some of that trauma and how it affects our life. I'll just jump in here. This has been an interesting couple of days. Obviously we all have our interpretation of trauma and what it means right and you know like with all things or a lot of things there can be different levels and I feel like how we perceive death can be can bring up trauma and feelings of at some level what trauma can bring right pain sadness tears of sadness depression anxiety extreme loss grief even like This person has transitioned and a lot of people believe and me personally like that the soul, the spirit lives on forever. And when we transition, things become whole again, the fulfillment, the love, the euphoria that we all long to feel is fulfilled. And so that's just me personally. And we get to tap into different levels of our spiritualness and trauma at different levels. And like this 
the last day, 24 hours, really, I experienced two deaths of friends, not close contact friends that I speak with every day, but I certainly stay connected with through social media and we do different shout outs. And one was a death that I know all too well, and that is a heroin overdose. It was a childhood friend. And unfortunately, there's been, I've experienced a lot of loss around drug overdose with many of my friends that I've grown up with since childhood and have had very close experiences with family members around drugs and heroin. And so a loss of a friend brings up all kinds of memories and experiences that were traumatic. And then also just mourning a friend and yet another life to this awful, awful epidemic that's happening, especially in this country. So that and then a COVID death of a friend who created a quite a bit of inspiration in my life, many of our lives out there and even my sisters here. And so that happened in the last 24 hours. So processing that, and there's a lot of forms of trauma from just the physical life being lost and like no more physical experiences there to memories, to how they touched my life, to experiences that I had around certain topics like COVID and drug overdose. These opens other wounds of trauma that we may have experienced as well. So it's like, it runs very deep into the present And so that's what's present for me right now as we dive into that, like reflecting on sort of all of that and it being sort of fresh within the last 24 hours of real loss being experienced here. Well, you bring up a good point that family and deaths of loved ones are all part of your trauma as you, as we are talking about is trauma. And family experiences can also be traumatic divorce, uh, loss of a job. There are other types of trauma that we experience that could be the victimization of ourselves from earlier experiences we had that we're carrying forward as well. Whitney, you look like you were ready to pop in there as I I jumped in. um, I was just going to sort of touch on that because you had mentioned it at the beginning, you you listed these things that were sort of like big event trauma creators, right? And then there are the things that are a little, maybe they're lesser events relationally, but they can have just as much impact on our ongoing emotional, psychological well-being. And so I was thinking, you know, it's like, what exactly is the result of trauma? And it's that sense of security being stripped away from us, right? The sense that everything is okay, that creates in us a sense of 
overwhelm or isolation. And, and it doesn't really matter what the impetus is for it. It's the feeling that is created within us. And then when I think about the, you know, the different events that have happened in my life, some like hugely traumatic, others more, um, well, you might say more mundane, sort of everyday things, but the, the cumulative effect isn't any less meaningful as I have moved through them. So I contributed to a book called The Fearless Entrepreneur. And one of the launch day promotions I did was a conversation with some of the other contributors in a clubhouse room. And so I shared my story of, you know, where the fear came from. A a traumatic event was the first time I tried to be an entrepreneur. It did not go well. And it left a psychological imprint that when I'm looking back now, I feel like created a sense of fear in me and the way I approached work in a fearful manner from that point forward until I left my last job three years ago. And after that, pretty much every job or work situation that I had after that first stint with entrepreneurship was done out of fear, right? And so that is a a trauma. And I hadn't really thought about it that way until I got this question, which was in the title of my chapter in the book is Out of My Head. And you guys know me. I have said that I am a continuous work in progress as it relates to being and tapping into my heart-centered side, right? And not always leading from logic and being analytical. That's not going anywhere. That is a part of my makeup, but the heart-centered part is part of my makeup as well. The artistic and creative side of me is is part of who I am as well. And until I started to embrace that, I was struggling with being the full and sort of complete me, right? And so the question was, how did I get out of my head? And she says, so, and what were the steps? she's asking me for the analytical, what were the steps that you took? Because she described herself as analytical and very logical. So she's like, and what were the steps that you took? And I hadn't really thought about it in that manner, which is sort of ironic because that's sort of who I've been. And the answer was that I thought my way out of being overly thoughtful, overly analytic, you know, overthinking someone who overthinks and is, you know, extremely analytical. I actually thought my way out of that because the, as the starting point, which was, is this who you want to be? Do you want to be confined and limited in this box of 
all you are is analytical and logical. And I say all that in terms of this discussion on trauma, because we so, well, maybe not everybody, but most of us want this sense of security to know that everything is okay. And even when something happens, that is going to be okay. And as we continued to do things to remove or reduce the opportunity for other things to happen that impact that sense of security, we tend to get a little lost in that. So my dealing with trauma has been learning to explore actually my creative side and writing right? Journaling has been a huge, a huge pathway for me in dealing with the things that I've been through, the trauma that I've been through, analyzing, allowing myself to feel what I feel, and not just as writing as in a journaling as a way to discuss that, but just to be able to express myself in general. So, and that has manifested in things other than writing for in my journal. And so we can look to, I think the things that we do as outlets, right? So it could be that if, if it's not a creative endeavor, maybe it's a physical one. Running. People often use running or going to the gym as outlets for the things that are a result of the trauma that they feel in their lives. So I'm just expressing look to who you are in all your aspects for ways to help you to address it, feel what you feel. And then explore the various sides of you as ways for helping you to move through and, and process what you're going through. How you actually move through some of those traumatic experiences. And what I think I heard you say, and I believe to be true for myself, is that anything that has you operating out of fear instead of love could be stemming from a traumatic event in your life, which ultimately creates additional trauma in your life because you're operating in the sense of you have to be on guard all the time. There's anxiety, there's anger, there's withdrawal, depression, there's substance abuse, there's physical ailments. You know, one way or another, the trauma that's trapped in our body is coming out. And it continues to protect us. You know, our body is developed so where it will protect us, our body, our mind. And so when we've had a traumatic event in our lives, oftentimes it's when we're we're younger, even witnessing trauma, even witnessing domestic abuse or sexual abuse or emotional abuse, whatever it is, our body learns to protect us in one form or another. It can be manipulation. It could be aggressiveness. It could be passive aggressive. It could be most anything. And so when we're aware of our response to situations in our life, 
especially if it feels sudden and unexpected, you know, it could be a car cutting you off on the road or almost getting in an accident or someone else dying that you just knew, you know, Catherine, you mentioned you had friends that recently transitioned over the weekend and you know, when you've had the trauma in your life, when your response to an event is over-exaggerated almost. It's it's more than what would normally be, if that makes sense. And both Claudette and I assist people in stepping into their journey of moving through whatever might be blocking them or healing or so where they can live a more fulfilled, healthy, joyous life on the, on the most part, and then create a more successful full life. And I do that through energy healing, through the regenerating images and memory, uh, through intuitive coaching. And I know Claudette has the truth system. And so Claudette, what would you recommend for people to move through some of their trauma? The biggest thing is not to avoid it. Like really this journey is about our soul evolving and growing. And we suffer all types of atrocities. Think about what's going on in the world. But our you know, divine journey is to step back into our true identity, not the lower identity of the ego. So the false self will tell you, you can't be healed. The false self will tell you a lot of things about how you can't handle something or you can't, you know, it's overwhelming or, and I can remember when I was in that state of being, when I used to introduce myself as, hi, I'm Claudette, my dad abandoned us. (laughs) Like, like my story was just right there, but behind every story, if you have to repeat something, here's an indicator of needing to be healed. If you have to continually repeat something, it doesn't have the truth in it because what is of truth only needs to be said once to that person or once to whatever. If something keeps coming up over and over, it is your soul asking you to do the work to heal. It's like the feedback system of this earth. So trauma for me can be a slow drip, just like, you know, just a slow, it can be a steady thing that keeps happening. I realized after I got divorced, I had a little bit of trauma of feeling unloved and not important in my marriage, you know, and it's very interesting. I didn't realize that until I made the choice to be single for a while. And I'm going to tell you the best choice I ever made for my future relationship is to be single purposefully and to really become comfortable with who I am by myself so that my next relationship, I can bring the wholeness of me to the table, right? And I realized I had some hurt feelings. I mean, I even caught myself asking truth, did I even matter to him? And the answer came in a beautiful text sent by my former husband only three days later. And it was apologizing and it was, you know, saying that I was beautiful inside and out. My soul was beautiful and he considered it an honor to have spent a significant part of his life with me. But that was my answer. And I was like, I did matter. 
you know, and so I went into healing that. So I would say any trauma, instead of trying to put the skeleton in the closet, don't run away from it because what happens with trauma is underneath it are root beliefs based on what happened. Those root beliefs are submerged into your subconscious and they drive every creation in your life. Your subconscious is in direct contact with the created womb of creation within you, the God power, and it is affecting everything that happens in your life, your experiences with people, what you experience, how life looks to you. So if there is a problem, make it a point to turn to your healing and you can be healed. Any trauma can be healed with the truth method. I've worked with victims of sex trafficking and we see really tremendous results, even with just one session to four sessions. Like, and that's like four hours and it could be two, three, four, five years of abuse. Right. And so the divine is just waiting to come into your awareness already in you, but waiting to come into your awareness and heal anything that has happened to you. Our beautiful imagination will give us pictures of something that happened, or we begin to imagine, or we might imagine the traumatic event even worse than it was. We might, who knows, who knows, but turn to the truth within, turn to someone that can lead you to that truth. You know, I've done a session with Kathleen. Kathleen has done a session with me. Like, make sure you go into the root belief. And I would tell you this, if you place your sense of certainty in anything in this world, you will always kind of become disappointed. I've now placed my certainty within my connection to the divine within me. Like I can turn to infinite intelligence and get the answer I need for anything. And since I've done that, I feel pretty good regardless of what is happening because I know that I'll be guided out of it. I know that the infinite intelligence within me knows the way. So I would say, and you know, trust, betrayal, that was another traumatic thing for me. I couldn't trust men, you know, first off with my dad and, Continuing on, you know, even to my former husband, I lost trust in him. And I've learned that put your trust in the divine to guide you with every person you interact with. And then you'll know, are they trustworthy? And then when they do screw up, because everybody eventually will do something to make you upset if you're with them long enough, get the truth on what you believe about that. And get healed from that. And so to me, trauma is just something that if we don't address it, don't heal it. It's kind of like this lump of bad crap growing inside of us and just getting bigger and bigger and taking up that space where our happiness could be. Right. So do we give trauma all of our power? Or do we take our power back and say, I experienced this. This was really bad. I'm now going to walk through my healing. And then we have to be honest about it. We're not healed until we are healed. So don't pretend you're healed. 
Like that doesn't work either, right? So we have to really get again, but it will come back up. The universe continues to allow it to resurface until we have the lesson. Can I say, can I cuss on this? I think I can, guys. Okay. The, shit, the shit rises to the top. The shit rises to the top. So it's like, it's like, let's not pretend. Let's be honest about it. You know, that's something I share in the truth method. It's like, let's get truth until we are free. And it's not just a one-time thing. It's not just a, it's a way of existing in the world. It's a way of uniting with the divine creator within and then having that two-way conversation, those thoughts, those knowings, the healing, everything. Like just seek your healing and because your life depends on it. Like really your future, what you're creating, your experiences, your relationships. I am sorry you suffered trauma. I've cried many times over the stories I hear for people coming to me and, and the things that they have had to go through. But the thing that I do know is on the other end of that is freedom, healing, and power. And your, your future depends on it. Wow, that's really beautiful. So much goodness in there. First of all, I'm so grateful that the world has people like you and Kathleen that specifically helps people heal from their deep traumas and grief. And it is incredible work. I've worked with both of you and just the extreme gratitude that you both exist and it works. It helps. It heals. And it's a journey of healing. Uh, you know, I specifically have experience with childhood trauma and some deep challenges there. And it's been a journey, a conscious journey. And sometimes, and sometimes I still get triggered. It's a lot less. And I knew I needed to take a deep, deep dive in and begin a healing journey when I literally felt animosity, turmoil, just all this like this cluttered ball of just nastiness is the word that just is on my mind right now. And like inside, like what you're talking about, Claudette, like this just, it just, it's like this lump of um, toxicity and then it can form into real physical illness and things, um, you know, on our bodies. And so anyway, this is how it can show up and it's a journey. And so I literally was feeling constant animosity with very close family members, even every time we spoke and I would like anger would come out or whatever, like so many different forms where it was like, okay, there is major healing that needs to happen here. And it's, the healing has come in a lot of different forms. First of all, feeling like me and my family is a family of like a lot of sweeping under the rug. So a lot of being in truth, truthful conversations with love and with myself and others, writing letters, burning them, uh, different rituals, diving more into my spiritual beliefs that of the good things that came 
from that those traumatic situations tapping into like gratitude and like journaling about who I am today because of the the traumas and the experiences of my childhood that made a big impact uh where there is memories um and uh some of the darkest days and what came out of that, the darkest days of my adult life of experiences and in intimate relationships of deep betrayal and things like that and healing that had to happen, loss, all of these different things, deep pain where I had to rise and heal. And also part of that has been pulling the good that came out of that and who it formed me to be even deeper. And so that these things I just share because it's different techniques that can really help in the healing from trauma process. And guess what? Be kind to yourself, be patient because thing trauma, we all get, are going to get triggered for the rest of our life. If, and, and we can grow, just know you're being triggered and it's okay. You're human. It's going to happen. It's part of how we grow and, you know, elevate more into who we want to be, but we got to like go through not always showing up as our best self because of certain things being triggered and then like learning and growing from that. That's a great way to segue into the closing of this um, podcast of this uh, particular segment. And you know, one of the things that both you, Claudette, and well, all three of you, Claudette, Catherine, and Whitney, brought up for me is that um, I started out by saying this, but if we don't deal with the tra underlying trauma that we have experienced, we will continue to traumatize ourselves because our subconscious continues to try to protect us. So where we don't put ourselves in danger again. So then we isolate ourselves, we close ourselves, we choose people who are not necessarily um, in our highest and best. They're not meant for us. They're not in, uh, they're just not meant for us. Um, Claudette mentioned with, with her husband, I have unconsciously not dated I have consciously not dated for four years. I have consciously said, I continue to read a, repeat a pattern with men. While they have a different face and shape, there are similar characteristics every single time. And the characteristics continued to get stronger and stronger until I actually realized what I was choosing was not in my highest and best. What I was choosing is what I believed I was worthy of. And that does not mean that the men that I dated were bad. It's just, they were meant, they were not meant for me. My point is I continued to re-victimize myself over and over and over because I didn't delve into what the underlying cause was. And so the, the importance of healing through it, you know, Claudette brought up, um, don't ignore it because that what you ignore will continue to persist. What you resist will persist. 
um, address it by breathing. Uh, Catherine and Whitney brought up journaling and burning it and um, not just journaling, but writing. There are ways that you can move through your healing journey. And I might remind you, um, if anybody else wants to speak up, please do. But for me, in closing, I would say breathe before you speak. You know, I say this every single time. Be in the moment. Be the best being that you can be in the moment that you're in. That doesn't mean you're happy and jolly every single day. It just means you're in your best being whatever moment that you're in. Breathe through it. Before you speak, breathe and think about, is this in my best and highest? Because if it's not, don't choose it. And if you have a a challenge in choosing what is in your best and highest and, and putting yourself first, because you can't serve from an empty cup, you have to serve from an overflow. If you're not choosing yourself first, then contact someone to assist you. So where you can start your healing journey, one step at a time, one hour at a time. I just want to say this because this is something I've seen with my clients and with myself years ago. I mean, when I say don't avoid it, there's like a fear that rises up in everyone to face because our instinct is to cover up our weakness, right? Um, In tribal instinctual times, we had to cover the weakness up so we wouldn't get attacked by the other warring tribe like it's very instinctual to cover up a weakness um and thank goodness that our society is at the point that we actually celebrate authenticity but healing doesn't have to be painful it really doesn't have to be painful and the thing that i hear from a lot of people i have people that will talk to me they're like yep i'm signing up and they run away (laughs) Like they run, and then they'll come back a year later, right? And they're like, I just wasn't ready. And then when they go through a session, they're like, that actually wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. So I would say, you've already gone through the bad stuff. That's what created the trauma, right? You've already gone through the bad stuff. You've gone through the worst of what traumatized you. It has happened. And just, I encourage you to be brave enough to go right into the core so that you can be healed and allow that healing to take place in you because it's not going to hurt as bad. (laughs) There's no more need to suffer. We can stop the suffering. There's no more need. I love that. That's such a great um, segue into my thought, my last final thought, which is like, Be aware of the story that you're running about the person, the event, the situation, right? And know that, yes, you can. You can step into that. You know, I had a friend recently. I was so inspired. She almost drowned as a child in like this raging rapid river. And we were at the beach together and she hadn't jumped in the ocean, I don't know, 30 some years. And she literally, jumped in the ocean and not only jumped in the ocean, she was like body surfing and surfing by the end of the day and had it like a life changing event had not been in the water like that at that level in decades. She stepped into it. Yes, you can do anything. 
my last thought is not to isolate yourself, right? To be willing to reach out for help. And how that translates for you, only you can decide whether that's a professional therapist or one of the lovely healers that we have amongst our Fab Five, Kathleen and Claudette, or someone else. Don't isolate. You are not alone and you don't have to move through your trauma or life as if that is the case. And to take care of yourself, take care of yourself in all aspects, your mind, body, and spirit. So make sure you're moving whatever form that takes for you, where you are getting your heart rate up, your your blood pumping, getting the dopamine and endorphins and the things that are a part of that activity will be helpful to you. Meditation, journaling, make sure you're sleeping well, eating healthy meals. All of this goes into helping you take care of yourself. You take care of yourself, you reach out for help. And on the other side, the commonality that we have here in this group is despite or in spite of or because of or however that's to be worded, the things that we've gone through, we are all taking that have taken and are continuing to take the time to see what the lessons are in our experiences and then using them to be of service to other people. And that's the opportunity that we have in that. And so if you turn in and isolate, you won't have an opportunity to not only move through and deal with it, but then to take your experiences and let them be a blessing for someone else. Be the inspiration. Um, Whitney just said it that the five of us together have all experienced different traumas in our life and we're no different than you. We know that you've experienced trauma in your life in one form or another. The difference is is that we may be just a little bit further along on our journey of healing than you. That's it. And so we can be your inspiration. You can be someone else's inspiration, but step into your healing journey. So you continue to release the trauma that has you captive and live your freedom that you are meant to live as you co-create in the world. Can I say um, one thing? You. I know you were rapping. I know you were rapping, but you inspire me, Kathleen, and something just hit me so hard. Get rid of the lie that I can't be fixed. Mm. Get rid of the lie that I'm too broken. I'm too traumatized. That used to be my thing. I used to think I was too traumatized. That is a lie. Okay, I'm sorry. Kathleen was graciously, but I was like, wait a minute. Don't believe that lie. That's of the lower ego. If you say you're too traumatized, you're saying, oh, the most high creator of all things just isn't capable of my trauma. Right. So we're going to go even further with that is (laughs) that you do not need to be fixed. That is the key here. We will end with you do not need to be fixed. 
What you get to do is to heal through whatever you've experienced so you can live the life of service, the life of being that you are meant to live. And so we we love you. And I'm glad Claudette, you brought that up. Thank you so much for joining us at Beyond Your Best Plan. And we look forward to having you join us next week on our next episode. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.